real quick before we dive into this episode of the podcast. Be sure to grab your free PDF copies of my latest books at frugal.show forward slash free. Now on to the show. Welcome to the Podcastpreneur Podcast, where you will learn how to produce, promote, and profit with a podcast. This episode originally appeared on the Frugalpreneur Podcast. To receive free access to my upcoming podcasting masterclass, please sign up at thesarahstjohn.com forward slash masterclass. That's T-H-E. S-A-R-A-H-S-T-J-O-H-N dot com forward slash masterclass. Now on to the show. Welcome to the Frugalpreneur Podcast. I am your host, Sarah St. John, and our guest today is known as the Softwarepreneur for creating software such as Simple Podcast Press and Repurpose. Welcome to the show, Hanny Mora. Thank you, Sarah. Awesome to be here. (laughs) And can you tell us a little bit about how you got started in podcasting and how you decided to create tools for podcasters and content creators? Yeah, I've always been a, a video guy, even as a kid. I've always been, I've always had this fascination with video. And I'm also a software. I went to school for software engineering, so I'm a software geek. And and then just one day, I, I started blogging about video and video marketing and how to create videos. Uh, and then one day, it just dawned on me. I was like, I need to create a software for video. And I was like, oh, brilliant. That makes a lot of sense. I didn't know what it was. I, I liked the blogging thing, but I want a new software. I had to create some software. I'm kind of the maker type. Anyway, so I was fast forward and a few months, six months later, I had built the first software, launched it out, got some great feedback. And then the person I launched the software with, he, start, he was starting a podcast and I didn't know what a podcast was at the time. And he's like, I want you, if you don't mind helping me take all my videos and edit them out and cut them short and rip the audio out. I'm like, okay, no problem. I can do that for you. So I helped him do that. So in that process, I learned about podcasting. I'm like, okay, this is interesting. And then it was him or somebody he referred me to. He's like, you know, I like your your software you created for video. The video, the software would take videos from YouTube and put them on your blog automatically. He's like, I like that idea. Can you build one for podcasting? So the idea was you publish your podcast and then it automatically shows up on your website. And that's, I'm like, oh, that's brilliant. So that was the Simple Podcast Press, which is the first podcasting software I created probably six years ago-ish, around there. And that's kind of how I got into podcasting. It's kind of, I don't say by accident, but <laughs> kind of, but I've always been a video guy and content guy. I learned podcasting through you know, my business partner who helped me launch my first software. So do you have any podcasts yourself? I don't. I oh. don't have my own podcast. Oh, okay. uh, I have, I've been, I got started by editing, helping him edit his podcast, learn about what's involved in podcasting, not just the editing, obviously, you know, where you put it after, where you host it, you know, the different channels you distribute to it. So I got to learn all about the ins and outs of podcasting by doing it, helping him and working with him. And then I started doing it for a few other clients, but it's like, well, this is not my thing. My thing is software. So I kind of doubled down on creating more software to automate some of the steps uh, to help promote your content. So, you know, we started creating con- uh, video software for for uh, YouTube. And then the second one was the, uh, the podcasting software 
uh, for WordPress, taking your podcast and put it on your WordPress site automatically. And it evolved into a lot, you know, we have, I think, four or five products now under our belt. But that's how it started. It was, I like to say, kind of by accident. (laughs) (laughs) But I love the space. I've been, when I launched my first podcasting software, it was very interesting. I launched it and then I got invited to speak at Podcast Movement, actually. And it was the first podcast movement that came out. And one of the organizers just bought my software. He's like, oh, this is amazing. Why don't you come speak and give a demo of it? I'm like, oh, no, I don't do that. I'm, a, <laughs> you know, I'm an introvert. I hang out. I do a little bit of coding and design software. You, don't want, you want me to go meet people in real life? He's like, come on, come on, come out. Anyway, long story short, I'm, he got me out there in person, met a lot of people, and it was the best experience because I got to meet people who are now longtime friends. Like we look forward to seeing each other at conferences all the time. And, and without that face-to-face, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be kind of, you wouldn't, that community aspect of podcasting wouldn't be there. Uh, we all hide behind our microphones and our cameras, but when you meet people in real life, it's a whole different dynamic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And actually I switched over to WordPress. I had previously been using one of those drag and drop. I don't, Wix, Weebly, one of those. But I switched over to WordPress literally only because of Simple Podcast Press. I was like, I need that plugin, but it's (laughs) WordPress only. And WordPress had always kind of intimidated me because at first it's it's kind of a steep learning curve compared to those drag and drop builders, but I definitely have the hang of it now. But yeah, your your plugin was the reason I switched. I'm glad I did. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I'm happy to hear that. That's amazing. Yeah, it is. WordPress is intimidating at first, but once you get the hang of it, it's really powerful. Mm-hmm. Like, it has a lot of flexibility that a lot of drag and drop builders don't have, mm-hmm. especially when because you, you have the ability to uh, to get add-ons or plugins for it, which kind of can help you. Whenever you have any kind of problem, there's usually a plugin that will or, or an add-on that will do it for you mm-hmm. or help you do it faster. Yeah, I love it. I'm glad I switched because there's so much customization and plugins. And so you have Simple Podcast Press and then you have Repurpose, you have Simple Social Press, right? That's one. Yeah, we have Simple Video Press, Simple oh. Social Press. We have a lot of Simple Presses. <laughs> so basically the idea was, not the idea, when I got started, I built the plugins for WordPress because that's what I was familiar with. So the first plugin took a YouTube video, automatically put them on your blog so that you didn't have to go in, copy the embed code, make a blog post, paste it. All that was automated. That was awesome. And then someone asked me, my business partner asked me, hey, take this to the next level and go audio, like do it for podcasting. So now Simple Podcast Press was born. And then you can take a podcast, automatically publish it. Like when you publish your podcast to whatever host you're using, whether it's Lipson, Captivate, whatever you're using, it automatically puts it on your blog as an audio player and a lot of nice bells and whistles. And uh, I can talk a little bit about that later on, but then Facebook live was becoming a thing, like a very popular thing. And it still is a very popular thing. So we made one called, we made a plugin that would take Facebook lives and put them on your blog automatically. And people loved that automation because they didn't have to go into WordPress and make a blog post and yada, yada, yada. And then, so I was always in the WordPress space for many, many years. And then one day, oh, not Monday, over and over again, customers were asking, hey, I love the automation, but can you go beyond WordPress? Can you go from one platform to another? For example, take my Facebook Lives and put them onto YouTube or take my audio podcast, convert it to a video and put it onto YouTube, put it onto Twitter, put it onto this social platform. And first answer was no, it's not 
you can't do that in WordPress. It's not like a video engine. We can't do that. But just the more and more people asked, we're like, oh, I got to look into this. Like, this is an opportunity for me to take it one step further. And that's how Repurpose was born. Mm-hmm. It's that through people asking for it, asking for even more automation to go beyond your WordPress site. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Repurpose is the only one that anybody could use for anything like they wouldn't have to have WordPress. The others are WordPress plugins, but that one repurposes more like you can take your podcast and transfer it into a YouTube video or or an audiogram for YouTube and whatnot. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So this one is it's like it's an online app, like the web app. You log in, you set up all these rules in our software, and then you can it starts working its magic. It'll take an audio, convert it to a video. It'll take your Facebook Live or any Facebook video, put it onto YouTube. You can even cut little snippets of video. You can do so much with it. And the whole idea being is it takes content from one platform and distributes it to other social media platforms. And then the plugins focus on pushing content to your blog. Mm, Yeah, and I use Repurpose. Basically, every time I publish a new podcast, I have it set up to automatically. And and that's another thing I love is that it's, automatic you set it and you forget it basically the different workflows and your connections and so it automatically pushes it to youtube as an audiogram and then it sends it to dropbox as well just so i have it as backup storage Mm -hmm. and then oh and it goes to facebook as well and can you tell us a little bit more about the different features within repurpose as far as what kind of audiograms what social media platforms you can push to just the different benefits and features of it yeah for sure so the if you're a podcaster if you're creating audio content you can just do what you normally do you create your content you publish it to whatever podcast host you use totally we're fully compatible with any host repurpose kicks in after the fact so think of it as your social media promotion tool to promote an episode onto the different social media platforms. So we can, you can take your audio, or we, so software takes your audio, converts into an audiogram. The audiogram can be square, can be vertical, can be horizontal. You choose depending on which platform you're going to. And then it, and it could be an entire episode or it could be a small clip. So you can choose different clips. And the idea is we can publish directly to YouTube like a convert to video, upload that to YouTube, go to Facebook, upload it to your Facebook page or even a Facebook group. Um, we can upload to Twitter. Usually you probably want to do as well. You have to do uh, snippets, we call them, or clips because uh, Twitter is short. So you want to get a video on Twitter. We can also publish to LinkedIn. We can publish to Dropbox and Google Drive. And the reason why we added that is because we can't fully integrate with all the platforms. Some of them don't have a way to do it, and some of them don't allow it. So we can make, for example, a vertical video uh, with the right nice template that you choose with audiograms and like you know the audio waves that are moving. It goes right to your Dropbox, and then you can do whatever you want with it. You can uh, upload it to you know IGTV, for example, or you can, if you're on Pinterest, you can upload it to Pinterest. So we basically give you the video file, and you can do what you like with it. So the idea is we do automate the publishing to most ones, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, uh, YouTube. And, but we also give you the ability to send it to your Dropbox or Google Drive. So you can have fun with it yourself and put it on all other platforms. Maybe put it on TikTok. I mean, I'm, who knows, right? People are always experimenting with different social media platforms. Huh? Yeah, because I, I was thinking more of Dropbox, like just to have it as storage, like 
just to keep it safe somewhere. But yeah, that's true. Then I could take it and put it like Pinterest or mm-hmm. or wherever. Can you do the full video on Pinterest or, or just like a clip? I haven't looked at Plint. I haven't looked at Pinterest. I imagine it has some kind of time limit. Like I know LinkedIn is ten minutes. Um, IGTV is ten minutes. Twitter is like two minutes, 20 seconds. So I imagine Pinterest, my gut feeling says 10 minutes. I haven't, I haven't looked it up, oh, okay. but it's probably in a 10, you know, I don't think it's a full, you, you would do the full episode, but you probably want to put your, your highlights. I mean, one thing I always recommend is you do an interview, you go back and you listen to the final edited interview and pull out like four or five key takeaways or highlights uh, of the episode. And when I say pull out, I just mean like, just mark the times, like, Let's say at the one minute mark, you know, you know, Sarah talks about uh, repurposing content. The two minute mark, Hanny talks about this, whatever. So do that after your episode. It's already edited, public, like, well, edited. Write down those, uh, write down those timestamps, and then you can use those timestamps to make little clips um, inside of repurpose, so that you can have. You don't have to go back and listen to the whole audio. You listen to it once, make the write them all down. Even better is I would suggest write it in your show notes. Let's say you're using Captivate. When you write your description on Captivate, put the timestamps right in there because our software has some smarts in there that will see the timestamps and automatically make clips for you inside of uh, Repurpose so that you don't have to do it manually. And also YouTube has that feature as well. So YouTube has a, if you have any kind of timestamps in YouTube, if someone clicks on it, the time in, in the description, the video will jump to that time. So there's kind of a lot of benefits to doing the timestamps or the, the highlights. Pull out like five highlights or five key highlights. And five is a good number because you can post one clip every day of the week. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So that you have five pieces of content go out on social media every day of the week, all based on the single episode you created. Plus, we have a schedule there now as well. Yeah, I was going to ask about that. So I could pick out different clips and then schedule it within there within repurpose to mm-hmm. yeah that's exactly awesome. that's why we built that scheduler very recently just for that reason is because uh, people have these clips and they don't want them all they don't want to log in every day and publish just individual clips just queue them up mm-hmm. monday tuesday wednesday thursday and then you're good to go it'll just fire off on those days yeah i need to start doing that because right now all i'm doing is taking it from my podcast feed turning it into a full length audio and then putting it to YouTube. But I need to start doing those little clips because then I'll go to Twitter and just post the link to the YouTube video, but I need to like do the Twitter specific and, you know, Instagram specific, like little audiograms and stuff. And can you tell us a little bit about the captions and how that works? As I understand it, I guess with repurpose, it doesn't do the captions automatically. I guess you have to upload the video Facebook and then Facebook does the captions for you, but then. Yeah, it's a little bit confusing. So let me just start a step back and just say the captions were not designed for audio content inside of repurpose. That's something we're working on in the future. So right now the captions feature that we have is built for videos. So let's say we, I do a video, I upload it to my Facebook page or I go live on my Facebook page I have the ability right inside of Facebook to turn on automatic captions. So it generates the captions file for me and I can go in and fix the mistakes because they're not perfect. And then I can tell repurpose, Hey, take that video, burn in the captions right in that video, convert it into a vertical or a square 
and upload it to, let's say, Twitter or LinkedIn or Facebook, another Facebook page or wherever you want to publish it to. So that was the idea of the captions when it's really from video to video. So we're looking at a way, we're looking to add our own either captioning service or integrate with a captioning service so that you can, when you start with audio, burn in the captions as well. But we don't have that at the moment. But there is there are ways to kind of hack it. Mm -hmm. uh, like I think kind of what you were saying a minute ago is, so let's say you create the audiogram. You tell every purpose to take your audio, convert to a video, send it to your Facebook page. Then you can turn on the captions for that video on Facebook and then tell repurpose to take that video version and then convert that and burn the captions right into it. So that's kind of the hack to do it. We have It wasn't meant to be that way, but just because I mean, this, the repurpose is a tool that's very flexible. Mm -hmm. So you can, you can basically daisy chain two workflows together, meaning go audio to Facebook and then have another workflow that says Facebook, burn captions and send that to Twitter. So you could do that. It's, it's not really... A, it's it's kind of a hack, but it's it's kind of a cool hack actually. Right. Like. <laughs> um, and can you tell the listeners why? Because some people might be wondering, well, why would you want or need captions on a video? Yeah, the whole idea is of caption is that someone can watch your video without having the sound on. Uh, most people are, you know, just scrolling through their phones, and you know when they're. Maybe, I don't know, maybe in a meeting or maybe when they're not supposed to be on their phones, right? So they can't turn on the audio at all times. It could be, you know, in a place where they just can't do it, right? So they can still watch your video, consume your content and get value out of it without having the sound on. And that's the idea. And then these videos that are captioned, we also have a nice title that goes on top. So it's not just the video. It's usually a video with some kind of headline on top. Then the caption on the bottom, we also have a progress bar that goes along the bottom as well. And all these things are just kind of a visual attraction. Because when you're scrolling through the feed, you want someone to stop and say, hey, I want to watch this video. They're not necessarily going to stop and like read the full description. Or on Instagram, there is no description. They have to read the comment to know what the video is about. So but how, by, by when our software will burn in the title right into the video so that someone scrolling can say, oh, no, how to repurpose content. Okay, I'm going to stop and watch this video because the title is burnt in right into the video. So title on the top, captions on the bottom, and a nice progress bar so you know that this video is not very long, mm -hmm. which is keeps the attention span uh, on on social media platforms like Instagram and, and Twitter and stuff like that. Yeah, I noticed that I do that a lot. Like when I'm scrolling through, I don't usually turn my sound on. I just read the captions. So, mm. Yeah. Okay. And do you know approximately when that feature might be built in directly to repurpose? I don't really have a date because we're still trying to figure out the best way to do it, which is very cost effective. So I think it's kind of going to happen in different phases. The first phase will be, okay, if you already transcribe your podcast, like let's say you already send it out to somebody or you're, you're someone on your team transcribes the podcast. First step, we'll, we'll give you the ability to upload that captions file to repurpose we won't generate it, but we'll use the captions you provide and we'll burn them in. I think that will be the first step. It's not going to work for everybody because it's not automatically generated. And then we'll look into automating the actual generation of the transcripts. And the reason why I say it's going to take some time because our, our goal is to keep our prices low, right? Trying to keep it as very cost effective. And if we start adding transcriptions, you know, we usually have to pay 
a third party to do it, whether it's a third party software or a third party person to do it. So then, then we then the whole pricing model changes, and you know, you're gonna have X number of minutes. I, I don't like it. Gets complicated. I'm trying to keep it as simple as possible for all the users. So one price per month, and you get everything. Mm-hmm. Right? So that's why. That's all. That's the reason mm-hmm. uh, we haven't pulled the trigger on it. Yeah, and it's really affordable. It starts at just fifteen a month. So. Yeah, so if we start adding captioning, you might have to go to a bigger plan or it might be limits because we have to pay. Like, the services out there are not free. We have to pay to get your captions transcribed for you. So then it just gets complicated. But we're trying to find the most cost-effective way to do it. I want to talk about the Simple Podcast Press. Can you tell us about some of its features and benefits and how it works? Yeah, yeah so the the basic... the principle of Flippo Podcast Press uh, was was two things. A, it's an automation tool so that if you have a WordPress site or you have a WordPress blog and you do podcasting, you're usually, if you're doing things manually, you just, you'd have to upload your episode to your podcast host and then copy some kind of code, go to your WordPress site, make a new blog post, paste the code, put the title in or copy and paste the title from your podcast host copy and paste a description for you like you have to repeat the process that you've done to upload an episode to your podcast host repeat it again on your blog it's just to me that was just not good use of your time so the plugin will automatically check your podcast feed every hour and when it sees a new episode it will make the blog post for you add the podcast player for you add the title add the description everything that you've done already when you've uploaded your episode to your host it's automatically pulled in and you have a blog post uh, on your blog automatically. And that's that's the kind of the, the foundation of it. And then we built a lot of bells and whistles. The audio player we have, it's mobile friendly. So that if someone's listening, a lot of people listen on mobile. So the player, you know, looks like a player and looks, it's resizes based on the screen. So it's mobile friendly. And then we also give you, well, we got a lot of bells and whistles, but the key ones are give you uh, a chance to collect email addresses right below the player. So we have an email opt-in box you can add if you want to below the player. We're compatible with any host, like whether it's a convert kit or, you know, whatever platform you're currently using, uh, we can, you can just, we can integrate that to our plugins. So you can collect email addresses. We have the abilities for, to showcase your po- Apple podcast reviews. So people get reviews all the time from different countries. We kind of bring them all in from all the different countries. And you can showcase them on your website. We also have uh, clickable timestamps. So I mentioned earlier, if you're going to do key takeaways, let's say five key takeaways on an episode, you can put them right in the description of your blog post and someone can click through. Let's say at the one minute mark, they can click and then the player will jump to that one minute mark. So it helps people who are kind of re-listening to an episode not have to kind of find their way around you're helping them navigate the audio a lot easier by giving them the five key takeaways i mean people might argue hey it's not good they're not gonna listen to the whole episode but if i've already listened to your episode on my on my phone and i want to go back and just kind of revisit certain areas if you make it convenient for me i would as a listener would definitely appreciate that right so there's a lot of value to like you know, you got to think about the user experience of the listener who's consuming your content. We have playlists. We have like ability to kind of show your transcripts if you have in transcripts in there. We have a lot of features in there, but the key ones being is the automation and the ability. Well, the ability to automatically get on your website without you even having to log in. Like once you set it up, you don't even need to log into WordPress. It just 
it just goes and it just happens. Yeah, and right now on my blog, on the blog sidebar, I have the player and then also the podcast reviews. So <laughs> that's nice. pretty cool. I like that. Those are some extra features. Am I correct that it can integrate with PowerPress and Fusebox, which actually is formerly Smart Podcast Player? Yeah, so we designed it when we came out with it. I mean, people, some people who use PowerPress are hosting with Blueberry and they use a PowerPress plugin to generate their feed. I don't want to get too technical about it, but if you have, if you're using PowerPress and you want to swap out the PowerPress player with our player and all the features of it, it, it can be very seamless. You just click one button and you can keep doing what you're doing with PowerPress. Just your player will, will have our player instead. So that's one benefit. And then also with the Fusebox or Smart Podcast Player, we added an integration so that you can add the same kind of automation that you do with Simple Podcast Press, but you can add it to the Fusebox Player. So meaning if you prefer the Fusebox Player, you can let Simple Podcast Press make the post, but it will insert your Fusebox Player on the post. Oh, okay. I see. So that's the idea. So it helps you automate the Fusebox Player. Basically, that's the idea of it. Yeah, so they work hand in hand together if you want. Okay, yeah, I was kind of confused about how they integrate. I just use the Fusebox one for the sticky player at the bottom of my website. Oh, yeah. That's the only part I use for that. And then Smart, uh, Simple Podcast Press. <laughs> it's kind of confusing because it's Simple Podcast Press, and then it was formerly Smart Podcast Player, and they're, so mm -hmm. they're both... SPP, maybe. SPP, but, yeah. But now he's Fusebox, so maybe that'll help. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We both watched around the same time many years ago, and and I was like, oh no, same acronyms. Oh no, what do we do? <laughs> and they sound similar, like you know, simple, smart podcast, podcast, press player. It's just yeah, yeah, it's, it's confusing. But I'm happy. The Fusebox looks great. I mean, they're they rebranded and they're adding a lot of features, so it does look a great product as well. Mm -hmm. So with the where people can subscribe through the simple podcast press. Is there an option or maybe if there isn't, are y'all thinking about maybe implementing this where there could be like a call to action or like get my free checklist or ebook or whatever. And then they enter in their email and then it can send that to them automatically or. Well, we've decided like we don't want to be an email provider, right? Because we are, we're a plugin on WordPress. We're not like, we don't have a, a separate servers that host everything's running on your website. So you don't want to be emailing from your website to users. So we made it simple so that you can connect any host. If you have ConvertKit, an email email platform, ConvertKit, uh, ActiveCamp, whatever. I can't remember what, we're just compatible with all of them. And the idea is you would just connect it to your email, your existing email platform so that if they opt into this list, your email platform can say, hey, welcome, and here's your thank you gift. There is, though, we do have buttons, though. You bring up a good point. We do have buttons that link out to you know, anywhere you want. You can say, hey, subscribe to me on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts. But we also have custom buttons. So those custom buttons, they can be set to anywhere you want. Let's say, let's say you're doing a webinar and you're promoting a webinar you're doing. Say, hey, sign up for my webinar. You can have the button take you to the sign-up page on a webinar so you can have those buttons there. Now, the buttons are the same buttons across all episodes. But we added, there's an option so you can customize a button per episode. 
So let's say, you know, this episode here, you want to add a button to say, hey, you know, try repurpose or something like that. You can have a link below a single one specific episode that links to a specific page and it only shows up for that one episode. So we have that ability as well. So you can promote something, maybe a PDF or maybe an opt-in to a webinar or or link to the guest website, something specific to your episode. You can set that up um, to only show up on one page very easily. Oh, okay. Yeah, I wasn't. I didn't know that you could do them separately. So that's yeah, it's, it's, yeah. So that's very handy when you're. I mean, most of them are designed to be generic. Mm-hmm. So you know, subscribe to me on Spotify and on this platform and that platform. But we do have one or two buttons that are you can customize on a per episode basis. Okay, cool. Yeah, so I'll have to use that for this episode. <laughs> like you said, like yeah. with a little link that says get repurpose here or something like that. And then as far as, yeah, the email opt-in. Yeah, okay. So it does then link to your email. Like I use MailerLite, so it would connect to that. So like if someone put in their email and said, yeah, give me this free whatever, and I connect it to MailerLite, then MailerLite will send out out the The welcome email. Yeah, exactly. Here's the welcome email and here's your free gift. So you can hook it up um, to that. Yeah. To yeah, you know, a you know, Mailchimp or Aweber or any of those MailerLite, anything that has a code. That usually we have, we just need like an embed code. Like you go to your email platforms, you copy the embed code, and then you paste that into our settings, and then we will it, it connects it automatically. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So there's some features there that I haven't fully explored or implemented mm-hmm. yet. So I need to do that. Let's see. So do you have any other plugins in the works that you're able to talk about, or any other kind of ideas or things that you're adding to your current plugins from the plugins perspective we just maintain them if we add we we add kind of as we go but our main focus is the repurpose platform so that's where we're pushing a lot of new features yeah we're working on a couple we added the scheduler maybe about a month ago that was a big feature we're we're kind of looking at more and more integrations like what do people want to integrate with so we're looking at things like zoom for example so people are using zoom they can take their recordings and automatically send them out to different, you know, cut them up into little snippets and send them out to different platforms if they wanted to. We're looking at adding the, you know, the captioning services. So we're, we have a huge list of things inside the repurpose platform that we just prioritize like every couple of weeks. And mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, I wish we can work faster, but <laughs> we have so much to do on the repurpose side. And the plugins, we, we maintain them, but we're not really actively adding. Like to, if we feel like they're in good shape, there is one feature though with the Facebook plugin that we have where, like I mentioned, you can do the captioning on Facebook if you're doing videos and you put the videos on your blog. We're also looking for a way to pull those captions down and just kind of automatically put them on your blog as well. So not just the description, we'll also pull down the captions. So we'll keep adding smaller things for the plugins to make the experience better for users, like your users and also our users, like the people who have who run the sites, but our main focus is definitely repurpose. Mm, yeah. And if someone wanted to check out all the different WordPress plugins that you offer, the website is what? Simple press plugins, I think. Simple. Yeah. That used to be, I'm not sure that's even still up oh. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it used to be up. I'm not sure if it's still up anymore, oh, okay. but if you go to, I might've moved it to hannymorrow.com, just my name, like H-A-N-I-M-O-U-R-R-A.com. Okay. Okay. It's just like a one, it has all the products we've ever built and it's a little bit about me and how to connect with me on different social platforms. Mm-hmm. 
All right. Well, I appreciate your time. I think you've answered all my questions. Is there anything else that you wanted to go over? No, I think if you're creating audio content and you're looking for a way to get it out there to different social platforms, try repurpose. Uh, You can try, we have a free trial. So uh, you can try repurpose. I think I think you'll get a feel like you'll know right away whether it's it's for you or not for you. Some people say, oh, I don't need this. Some people are like, oh, I love this. This is so easy and it's just fast. Like I don't have to do any work. There's no video editing. There's no tools. It's just click, click, boom, videos on YouTube. Oh, wow, that was easy. Right. (laughs) Uh, I encourage you to try it out to find out if it's for you or not. We have a free trial. Yeah. And uh, for the listeners, there will be show notes and you can go to thesarahstjohn.com forward slash Hanny. That's H-A-N-I. And there will be a 25% off coupon code there for both repurpose and for simple podcast press. All right. Well, I appreciate your time today. My pleasure. Thanks for having me here. (laughs) And hope to meet you in person at uh, Podcast Movement if it does happen. That sounds great. If you enjoyed and found value from this episode, I'd greatly appreciate it if you rate, review, subscribe, and share at ratethispodcast.com forward slash podcastpreneur. Until next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you haven't already, don't forget to grab your free PDF copies of my latest books at frugal.show forward slash free. Until next time.